Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95 with Harvey Norman. It was a busy weekend for late bars and nightclubs. They were navigating reopening and this new ticketing system. And of course, we had the Halloween weekend um, as well. And uh, the Vintners Federation of Ireland Chief Executive, Podrick Cribben, who was with us on the show on Friday, is back now to give us a, an update. Good morning to you, uh, Podrick. Um, and you mentioned us, I think it was about a quarter to 11, as you said yourself on Friday. You were still waiting for the legal regulation on this new ticketing system to be published. When did it come through and what implications did it have? Uh, Good morning, Joe. Well, it actually came through precisely at 12.52. I got an email uh, with the details of something that uh, was supposed to be in place from uh, midnight, uh, uh, um, the previous midnight. Uh, What did it bring? Uh, It brought um, some additional confusion. Um, A number of the things that were spoken about uh, in the lead up to it didn't appear at all in the in the regulations uh but you know the very lateness of the regulations meant that we had a confused weekend we had some people who were in a position to put ticketing um, in place uh we had some people who actually cancelled gigs uh cancelled uh, late bars cancelled uh, nightclubs uh and we had confusion as well among the public who weren't sure, you know, what kind of ticket they needed, uh, could, could they or should they turn up. So there was, uh, it, it was a mixed weekend from that point of view, John. Right. Was it busy generally from what you heard? Uh, it, 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 was, um, it was busy in places, uh, but I also, I'm very aware of, of, of um, uh, gigs that went ahead that were poorly attended uh, because the public were confused. Uh, I know of one particular one where there were um, uh, over 400. Um, uh, there weren't electronic tickets that had been sold uh, because there were, it was something that was uh, advertised well in advance. Uh, 150 of the 400 turned up. Uh, and it would appear that there was quite a bit of that going on over the weekend. And whether that was a, a combination, it was a combination, I think, of two things. Uh, it was a combination of the... Uh, the uh, confusion about the ticketing system on the one hand and possibly the rise in numbers were causing concern for some people. Yeah. Have you come to the conclusion, and I asked you this on Friday, and again, I'm just going to put it to you, that for the authorities, they're probably happy enough that people are a bit reluctant to go along because it's harder to get to these late night venues with all the bits and pieces that are in place now. Well, you see, it's not so much that it's harder. It was it, it was the lateness of the introduction of the ticketing, which which meant that uh, people didn't know exactly what was required. And up until ten to one on Friday, we 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 were made aware of ticketing, uh, but we weren't made aware of what the ticketing would 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 be required to do. And even in the the regulation that came in, I mean. When we had meetings with the department, we were told that the purpose of the ticketing is to ensure that there is contact tracing detailed. But there is nothing in the there is nothing in the regulation that states that it has to do that. And this is where you know, uh, I think when the legal people, uh, as in the attorney general's office, were handed the the got the final pass, as it were, in all of the sloppy passes that went around last week. They actually probably brought some sense to it and said, look, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do this. Uh, And um, that's why I said to you on Friday, 
until we saw the actual regulation as distinct from what we were told, uh, it was impossible to advise people as to what they needed to have in it. And that, that so I, turned out to be the case. Do I understand from that, uh, Padraig Cribben, who is the VFI chief executive, that the legal regulation ultimately is one you can live with? Well, the legal regulation is the one that, uh, you know, that you have to comply with legally. Uh, the, the, the big problem we had was the lateness of the legal regulation coming. Now, people have to go out scrambling this week to get ticketing systems. Uh, we don't think uh, that the ticketing system is going to add to the information that's there for contact tracing purposes because, as it was, you, you had to get contact tracing details for everybody on the premises at the door. So we actually don't think it's going to add anything other than a layer, two, two things, a layer of bureaucracy and a layer of confusion. Right, but you know better than I do the way Irish people operate. You know, the, traditionally, certainly, the night out was, uh, you know, maybe a, a little kind of laissez-faire. Sure, we'll go to a pub and then we might go on to another one and then at a certain closing time we'll think of where we might go next, late night venue or nightclub or whatever, and then we'll go for a burger and chips and maybe back to a house or home. And that's the way people do their business. But it sounds to me as though that that's a thing of the past. Well, you see, people will continue to do that whether we like it or not, whether we have a ticketing system or not. And even with a ticketing system, uh, you'll end up with a situation where you have four guys out together. This is the real world that you and I uh, tend to live in. And, and uh, you know, two guys will be organised and they'll have tickets to go to wherever the late bar is. And the other two, actually, listen, we, we'll talk our way in there because we talk our way in everywhere up until now. Uh, and they will rock up to the door and they'll cause problems at the door uh, that might not otherwise have been there. So sometimes these things are not that well thought out and can be counterproductive. But look, at the end of the day, we've been very clear. Regulations are the regulations, and that's what our guys have got to try to comply with. And yeah. and uh, that's what we will we we have been but, advising over the weekend as to what is required. But, but, but the other thing is, you know, I mean, capacity and certainly even voluntarily, um, I know locally in Limerick, some places are saying, well, we're going to hold our capacity to maybe seventy five percent because you know we're trying to make our lives and our customers' lives a, a, as easy as we can um, at the moment. Uh, but you also have, as Emery pointed out to me last week on the show, our producer here, the people who settle in somewhere and say, or sure, we won't go on, even if they have bought the tickets, and that causes problems for businesses as well. Well, you see, what will happen uh, What will happen is that if you take um, a normal provincial town that might, say, have two, um, two late bars or two, a nightclub and a late bar, uh, and the organised guys will say, you know, we do now, I'm not sure where the crack is going to be next Saturday night, so we'll book both. And, and, and bear in mind that in most of these cases, there's no charge. So there's not a, um, uh, there's, there's not a penalty, if you like, for booking both. So if you take it that both have a capacity of, say, 400, for example, just to pick, take that figure, uh, you, you're, you're likely to end up in a situation where they may have a capacity of 400. They may think that they have 400 patrons coming, but because of the, the, the double booking system, they may end up with 250 or between 250 and 300, and suddenly it doesn't become viable. Yeah. So th- there, there are those kind of unintended yeah, consequences. Tricky. That, that, you know, can be problematic. It, it is. And the other thing, we found, you know, normally we've no problem at all getting local representatives on, um, but uh, they're a bit reluctant. And it seems to be because, you know, they're not sure about 
the, the, the right and wrong. They're still confused a bit about the legal obligations. And clearly they want to be um, pinning colours to the mast in, in a radio interview as a result. Yeah, and, and I can understand that. Uh, I mean, it's, 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 it's relatively easy for somebody like me, uh, who, who, who is a, a national representative for the trade. But if I'm talking about my own business, I'm going to be, until I, I, I make sure that I can cross the T's and dot the I's, uh, I don't want to uh, be going out making statements on, on something that turns out to be counterproductive for my business. And I can understand that totally. All right. Listen, thank you very much for that. We'll see how it develops over the next couple of weeks. I'm sure we'll be talking to you and to others about it um, again. So that was the sense of things over the Halloween weekend from the VFI Chief Executive, Padraig Crippen. Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. With Harvey Norman.